Welcome to PropTech Insider Podcast, a podcast that features real estate industry's top leaders, thinkers, and influencers. I'm Angus Ferguson, Director of Agent Solutions, powered by Domain. Today, we welcome Courtney Caulfield to the podcast. Courtney is the lead agent at Place Estate Agents in Kangaroo Point. Previously a lawyer at one of Australia's top law firms, Courtney's established sales records normally only restricted to those of long tenures in the real estate industry. Her in-depth knowledge of the market trends, paired with her energetic and confident disposition, has quickly made her one of Brisbane's top real estate agents. Courtney, thanks for joining us on the show today. To kick things off, you had a successful career as being a lawyer, you made the transition, you're now seven years in, you're regarded as one of the best female real estate agencies in the country, which congratulations, by the way. What are some of the things that drove you to make that switch? Look, I think there are a couple of things that really drove me to make the transition. I wouldn't like to say work-life balance, but it kind of is. Yeah. It's a different kind of work-life balance. I think uh, work at the moment is very exciting. Um, yeah. In real estate, you always meet great people, see great properties, and you get to be a part of their lives for a period when they're making an exciting move, upsizing, downsizing. And I think it was more just the satisfaction of the deal as opposed to being behind a computer for 12 hours a day. Yeah. Really quality of life and work-life balance in that. And in regards to when you're a lawyer, it's obviously very important in terms of how you communicate with your clients you're dealing with in that kind of environment. And then moving into a real estate world, communication is obviously a big part of what you do day to day. I'd be interested to hear about what are some of the skills that transferred out of that career into transferring into a successful career in real estate? Well, I think there are a lot of skills that I brought across. I have a really structured process and that probably sets me apart from a lot of real (laughs) (laughs) agents who I think just wing it is the term. Um, But my process is really structured. I have great communication and I think I'm quite genuine about the way I go about my business. And um, I'm not your typical uh, real estate agent in trying to like sell people everything. It's, you know, me just more about building the relationship with people. And in the scheme of that, for four weeks, they get me, you know, every day, 24 hours a day, weekly reports. I mean, everything that I think a lot of real estate agents don't do. Yeah. And I think that to your point there is systems and processes can underpin success or failure in a lot of ways, because if you don't have a disciplined structure about it, how you're going about your day, you can find that you end up being quite reactive instead of proactive about spending the time on the right things and particularly things that are dollar productive for a real estate agent, but also making sure that to exactly to your point is that you need to make sure that you're building relationships with people out in the market and building a, a great profile and brand for yourself to ensure that people want to deal with you on an ongoing basis for the next listing that you gotta you gotta go into. And I think that that's probably amplified when you, particularly in the market that you work in, which is the high-end property market, you know, a lot of more, I would say there's a lot more of sophistication with some of the buyers and vendors that you probably deal with on a day-to-day basis that play into that. Give the listeners a bit of insight into how you've gone about creating such a um, profile in that particular market. Well, I think it's quite easy. People like to do uh, business with people they like and trust and my profile really comes from word of mouth. Yep. I did build my reputation, and I think a lot of people may or may not know this from my husband, Simon, who is 
I guess you could say one of the top real estate agents as well. Yeah, he does sell a lot of luxury, high end properties, and so that is where I have built my business on the back of obviously my professional career. Yeah, where people feel like they can trust me because. I don't know, perhaps lawyers do come higher than real estate agents. (laughs) Um, They can trust me a little bit more than a normal real estate agent. They know what they're going to get with me. And then I think with the backing of my track record and sales history, they feel quite comfortable in engaging me. I suppose um, one thing I'd be interested in is, and I I think that to your point, relationship will never change. It's always going to be a human-to-human transaction because property is an emotional thing. People are nervous about selling a home or nervous about buying a home and they need to be coached through it and they need to be advised through that transaction, which is obviously what you're really good at. But one thing I'd be interested to hear from you is in particular to the industry is moving quite rapidly and changing quite rapidly. I think the place estate agents positions themselves in market as being a big on digital presence. How do you leverage those tools now to amplify your business in market? Look, I think Place does have a really good market share and how we're perceived by the broader real estate market in Brisbane because we are just, a, I guess, a Brisbane-focused agency. The tools that we have, I think Place is really at the forefront with going with digital bots for responding to inquiries, et cetera. And obviously, all our marketing is all digital. I think that some of the game changes that we use to our advantage are really like how cost-effective and affordable is mass digital marketing. Your Google AdWords, everything like that nowadays means that you can get eyes on your property from everywhere from Sydney, Melbourne, London, Hong Kong, and it's cheap. Yeah. And to that point, have you seen a lot of people, the transition occurring of where your buyer actually comes from because of that digital presence as well? Look, we have, I think, um, mainly during COVID for more interstate and international buyers. There's no denying based on the property that I sell, a lot of my buyers are still of the demographic that they do pick up the weekend paper. Yep. However, the weekend paper obviously is also online. So whether they see it online or it comes to their, you know, letterbox on a Saturday morning, yep. it doesn't really matter. It's more the demographic that's, you know, coming out to spend the big dollars on the properties. I think um, Josh Fagan, which we were talking about before this, he always says to me, where's your customer hanging out when they're not talking to you? And to your point, it doesn't matter whether it's print or it's digital, you need to have a presence in both so that you can maintain to be relevant and be amplified inside of your marketplace as well. Yeah. And I think both of them go hand in hand. Everyone has always, I think for the last five or 10 years, really spoken about the digital disruption in the market of real estate agents. And and I think most industries, being a lawyer, there was always new technology to come in and replace people. But at the end of the day, it is trust and relationships, but marketing also complements each other, whether it's, you know, paper, digital, it's it's all goes together. Our final question is, tell us one thing that you got to start, stop and continue this year. Okay. Well, I think, and hopefully my husband isn't listening to this because <laughs> I will not be saying that I'm stopping shopping. Um, <laughs> but one thing that I will start, which I think a lot of people will this year, is traveling. Yep. So I'm heading to Europe next month, which awesome. will be great. So first trip in since, I guess, post-COVID. Where are you heading to? Monaco, Grand Prix. Excellent. That'll tennis in Paris for the Roland Garros. And then I think there's a couple of football games in there for my husband to stay happy. Awesome. <laughs> um, and then I think the main focus this year for me to continue is growing my business. I run at the moment with myself and an EA yep. and we're going to do just over 2 million GCI just with ourselves this year. And I think next year I'd love to 
continue that as well, perhaps add an extra team member and yeah, just keep growing it. That's amazing. And what's one thing you got to stop? (laughs) Um, I think everyone can relate where I say that you just need to stop stressing about the things that are out of your control. Exactly. You can't control the outcomes. What's the point of stressing about it in the first place? (laughs) Well, Courtney, thank you so much for your time and your insight into your component of the industry and congratulations on all the success thus far and into the future. Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed it. If you'd like to learn more about integrating tech into your workflow, visit agentsolutions.com.au. And if you want to be kept up to date with more exciting content from PropTech Insider, don't forget to subscribe.